Welcome to Two Idiots, One Podcast. This is Bailey. And this is Taylor. And this is our bonus special episode. Yes, this is our 2022 year wrap-up. So this will be a little bit different than our other episodes because we're going to be talking about things that we've kind of already done and just taking you guys on a little trip through memory lane. Yeah, so there's no specific movie we're talking about. We're going to be talking about a couple of different things like our favorite episodes, our favorite Taylor talks. We might even mention some content that you guys will never hear that's been lost either by us having poor audio quality when we recorded it or it just being bad content because we didn't know what we were doing yet. Which we'll, we'll talk about also some growth that we've done. That'll be a category because going back and listening to episodes, previous episodes, to get this list together of the things that we wanted to talk about, it, you you can see and hear the difference. Like we've we've gotten more comfortable, I guess. Is that is that like confident? I guess would that be the word comfortable and confident? Absolutely. If you go back and listen to even episodes that we released during the summer, which was you know six months ago. We sound a little shaky. There are a lot more ums and ahs and clear pauses. And if you listen to the episodes, you can tell that they aren't cut quite as well and edited as well, which we've both gotten significantly better at, which is really great. Which this is basically going to be an episode of us sucking our own dicks. So, yeah, we're going to call it the 2022 Two Ideas One Podcast Dick Sucking Spectacular. Yeah. We should have like a phone be like, yeah, if you want to call in, what was your favorite moment dude 2023s is gonna be super dick sucking fast oh yeah 100 percent. this will be like the first trial run we're, we're gonna go back in this in a year and be like oh that was horrible here's the sequel i can't believe anyone let us think that it would have been a good idea to just do a podcast where we don't have a topic picked out and we're just bullshitting with each other for an unplanned amount of time yeah there's no time limit on this one which is funny because, so one thing that I do want to talk about is we do pre-pods. Before every single episode, we do a pre-pod, and our pre-pods have gotten significantly better. That was the first thing that I wanted to comment on, because when we first started doing the pre-pods, it came as this idea where we should record the conversations that we're having, because sometimes you get really funny moments, like the coffee the coffee moment, for instance. Yeah, one of the only reels that we've done this year was a pl- it was unplanned it was just kind of one of these things that happened but it became a reel from a pre-pod that we were discussing and that was kind of what started well we had we talked about the pre-pod before because it kind of came from well sometimes we have good conversations and then sometimes we have really bad off the wall conversations there's a lot of shit that's not been released and never will but we'll well we have our own category for for that one well so we've mentioned categories a few times and i'm not trying to rush this by any means But we've done a little bit of free talking now. Do you want to start with our first category? And then we can free talk a little bit more before we move on to the second one? Yeah, sure. So what do you want to do for the first one? So I think the first one should be where the pod started. And when I say that, I'm not talking about the unreleased episode. I'm talking about horror. Because we were going to initially do this as a mostly horror pod, I thought. Like, in our initial talks, we were like, we're going to talk about scary movies, the ones we like, the scariest movies ever. So, one of our topics is the scariest movie we've done this year. Like, so, I don't, I don't want to like cut you off, but it's funny that you say that, because a little, little backstory. Our first episode was supposed to be Scream 5. We had talked about doing a podcast many, many years ago, and then finally got around to doing it. We had bought, we were going to buy the equipment. You were going to move. You were coming back from West Virginia. 
Yep. And it was one of those things where we're like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna be in person. We're gonna do this. What do you want to do it over? We we both like horror movies. Let's do that. What would be the best starting one? Scream Five. That didn't happen. So then we were gonna start with X. When X was in theaters, that was gonna be the next one. We're like, all right, that's gonna be the podcast. And it wasn't. No. We didn't get started until April, late April. I think it was like 23rd. Yep, that's when we released our first episode. So April is when we finally got around to doing it, and that was over horror movies as well. So yeah, this did start out as as a horror movie idea, which is why I think you're right. The first category we have to go with is... Scariest movies that we've done this year. So what, what do you have? So for me, I have Barbarian written down. We haven't actually done very many horror movies compared to what I initially thought we were going to be doing. But out of all of the horror movies we've done, I would say Barbarian is the de facto scariest. And I don't agree. Mine's mine's completely different, but we haven't done a lot of horror movies. And because of that, the, the scariest movie, in my opinion, that we've done is Requiem for a Dream, by far. Like, that movie is terrifying, very hard to watch. It is basically a horror movie. Argue with me, I dare you. No, I agree that it's basically horror. I know that it was marketed as a drama, but I get anxiety watching it. Oh, 100%. Like, I... No, that one. That one's the only time that I've ever been punched in the face on accident because the person I was watching it with flinched and raised their hand, and I turned my head in their direction because I didn't want to watch the needle scene and got punched in the face. <laughs> but no, that one's scary. But Barbarian, if you're, if we're going off of like actual like all the horror movies that we did, I would probably agree with you and say Barbarian. Great film. I was really excited for that one. I'm glad that we did that. Me too. It played way differently than I anticipated it playing. Watching the trailer for it and reading the synopsis for it, I expected one thing and what I got was entirely different and I loved every second of it. That was probably one of the best movie theater experiences too, I think. Oh, for sure. Oh, fun fact, we uh, we, we never did it, but we were going to talk and see if we could get the movie poster whenever they were done. I think we just need to start doing that when we go to movies. Yeah, no, absolutely. That'd be fun. Because the movie poster was great, like really, really great. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, I, w- I would say that if we're going like actual horror movies, because we, we've done a few. We did a classic horror story, Barbarian, X, Pearl. Friday the 13th Part 3. Black Phone. Sleepaway Camp. Ooh, Sleepaway Camp was good. That one was a good one. I'm trying to think of the other ones that we've, we've done. Halloween. Halloween and Hellraiser. We did Hellraiser 2022, 20, 2007, Rob Zombie's Halloween. We were going to do the original Halloween that was going to be our Halloween episode, but I caught COVID. Yeah. Because we were, we were planning on making that one special. And then, fuck, what else have we done? I think those are the only horror movies we've done. I can't think of any other without Googling it. 28 days later, 28 weeks later. That's fair. Those are horror movies. Now, we, we did Zombieland, too, and we also did Hell House. Hell House was just a really fun episode. I like that we did the super episode for them. Yeah, that was our that was our first super episode. That was when we started doing those. We need to bring those back because we did that and Army of Darkness, Evil Dead Two. Yep, those are super episodes. But no, I I don't know. It's it's really funny how we I think we've done more non horror movies than horror movies, but we still done a good chunk of horror movies. Like we only have how many episodes do we have? I think we're in the 30s. Like 35? Because Die Hard will be out, right? Yeah, Die Hard will come out before this. So yeah, I think we're 
think we're in the 30s. Like 35 is what I want to say. I'm going to fact check us real quick. We have, what do you call it? Amnesia? Podcast amnesia? I don't I don't know how many of our listeners have done podcasts or have considered doing podcasts, but I'm on two different podcasts, and because of that, I hear myself talk a lot, and I can't remember anything I say to anybody, ever, at all. I can't remember half of the stuff we talk about. Like, if we're being completely honest, I know what I'm talking about. We do the research for the movie. I genuinely like it, and then I kind of just go, oh... The test is over. Time to brain dump. Be like, don't remember that one. It made it interesting when we were doing research for this episode, actually, because our next topic, or not maybe not our next topic, but one of our topics involved us going back through our episodes and listening to a specific portion of them in order to determine what our favorite Bailey's Babble or Taylor talk was. And doing that was really hard because I don't remember anything we talk about from any of our episodes after about two weeks after having recorded them. Oh, we have 39, 40 episodes. We have 40 episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've done 40 episodes this year. And this will be 41, technically, but this is a bonus episode. But no, you're right. Going back and listening to them, I'm like, fuck. Which was a great memory. Like, it was it was a great memory because I remember recording them and having those conversations. And, and that's the way that my memory works is I guess I, like, compartmentalize it and then go, I'm never going to use this again. I don't need it. And as soon as we hear stuff like that, it jogs my memory. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I remember that. That was a good one. So with that being said, do you want to go into our second category? Yes. Our second category is best movie. This is, in our opinion, out of all the movies that we have done, this is the best movie that we've reviewed. That we've we continuously watch. I wouldn't. It's not now. There's a separate category for our favorite episode, but this is just overall out of all the movies that we've done. This is our favorite. Who do you have, or what movie do you have? You know, I think I did the scariest movie first. So I think you should go first for this one, my friend. Okay, because I believe that the best one out of all the ones that we've done is Fight Club. Okay, so we're in we're in agreement here. Out of every movie, that's the one that I've seen the most that we've done. Obviously, if we do something like Pulp Fiction, that'll change. If we did like The Godfather, that would change. But as of right now, 100% Fight Club. I've seen that movie more times than anything else. The book was phenomenal. I enjoyed reading the book. So yeah. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Fight Club, by far my favorite movie that we've done so far. I guess I can't say by far because Eternal Sunshine, Donnie Darko, Powder are all really high up there for me. However, I think the movie I've seen the most, the movie I care about the most, is probably Fight Club. Right, which I'm right there with you and agree. I don't think there's really much to talk about because I think we, we kind of talked about how much we liked Fight Club. During the episode, yeah, we beat it to death. If you haven't seen that episode and you like that movie and you want to hear us talk about it and gush over how phenomenal it is for like an hour and a half, it is available on Spotify and Apple and wherever you're listening to this, probably. Oh uh, yeah, we we have it. You can you can see exactly how we feel about it because it's it's there, it's great. I think that we should probably you want to do like a little bit of free talk. Yeah, yeah. What would be your favorite memory that we've done on the podcast? My favorite memory. Yeah, or or something that's like come out of it. Like what what is what has come out of having the podcast for you specifically? Oh. So I don't have any super specific events, but I will say I really like doing the podcast. It's not anything specific. It's just a feeling I get whenever, whenever we release an episode and we get, you know, a couple likes on our Facebook posts 
and I can pull up our stats and see that a couple people have listened or whenever one of my friends messages me and say, hey, I listened to X, Y, or Z episode and I thought it was really good. You guys talk about this, this, and this. And then they give me their opinions and their thoughts on our conversation and want to engage with me about it and have a new, unique conversation that happens simply because they listen to the podcast. To me, that's that's the most amazing feeling, feeling I've ever felt. No, I'm right there with you on that one. Uh, it, when you have people that engage with you, especially when you know there there are other podcasts that follow us and that we follow on on Instagram, and reaching out with them and interacting with them is great. Knowing that there are other people out there that listen to us that have a podcast is great. But I think the the most meaningful ones are when you know you have your your listeners and they specifically reach out and say, "Hey, really enjoyed." blah 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 really didn't like blah 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 like even if it's you know constructive criticism whatever like I still I really enjoy that I enjoy the engagements and the things that people say because I know that anybody anybody that's telling me what they like and what they don't like is being genuinely honest with me they're not trying to sugarcoat anything they're wanting the podcast to succeed and wanting it to be better and knowing that there are random people out there that feel the same way that I do about this because it's something that I really like and enjoy really makes me happy and warms my heart. So I would say that the fans, fans are probably the biggest thing. Yeah, super cool. Obviously, you have more fan interaction than I do. I mean, I don't know if I would say that's obvious. I, I, I think it is. I don't know why people don't reach out to me. I'll start telling them to. They'll message me and I'll be like, hey, fuck you, guy. I don't want to talk to you. Message Taylor, bitch. I can't remember. Is there ever, did we ever release the episode where I, or the part where, where I gave out my phone number? So we did. I want to say that was in, I want to say that was at the end of Fight Club maybe. Or no, it was more recent than that. It might have been at the end of Anna and the Apocalypse. But I cut out the last like two digits of your phone number. Like everything is in there except either the last two or four digits. That is super funny. Because I know that I did it one time and you're like, did you really just, like the first time I did it. Because I've done it a few times and then every time I do it, you cut it. Oh yeah. Which I think is really, really funny. Well, the one time I don't cut it, it's going to be the episode that blows up and then you're going to be harassed all the time and hate it. Yeah, because everybody's going to be like, dude, why the fuck did you say that? Yeah, why'd you give me your number, bro? I thought it was funny. <laughs> like, I, I thought it was funny. So, But we, we do stupid shit like that. Like, it's cut. Speaking of stupid shit, do you want to do the next category? Do you want the next category to be our lost episodes or cut content? Well, no, I think we did the best movies. We need to do the worst movies. Okay, okay. Like the the worst movie that we have we've done like this is what we enjoy. This wasn't like our least favorite episode. It's the movie that we enjoyed watching the least. This might be controversial. Mine is Requiem for a Dream, and not because it's a bad movie, because I think it's a five, but because it's so fucking hard to watch. Which you go into that saying that. I yeah, I say it so much during the episode. Which is why when you told me that I was not surprised. That that was your least favorite, and that was the that was the first episode you ever altered the fucking scale. <laughs> you were like, "All right, so you don't have to enjoy it for it to be a five, but that's really funny to me, honestly." But mine was uh, Powder. That's cold blooded. That was one of my favorite movies. You have childhood nostalgia attached to it. I don't. It was kind of a weird '90s Hallmark movie for me, <laughs> and I just. Did not enjoy it. 
I mean, I definitely understand and respect your perspective. That was one of the harder, like I tried to go into it with an open mind, but if we're being completely honest, that was one of the hardest movies for me to sit through because I was just like, I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit, but it's for the pod. Yeah, if we hadn't done it on the podcast, there was no way I would I would watch it, Wh- which is how you were with Requiem. Yeah, I've seen it before, and I had no desire to rewatch it. When I went back to rewatch it, it took me a long time of just sitting like crisscross applesauce in my chair on the home screen pause going, fuck, is the podcast really worth it? And I have a funny story with this. Okay. Based off of that one, because I'm like, I'm the same way. I've seen this three times because I recently watched it with someone. I showed it to him and that's like the last time that I'll watch it. Was it your girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> basically. Uh, yeah, she's basically my girlfriend. Anyway, I was at Christmas or whatever and I was talking to my mom and she was like, you know, I've heard of that. What's that movie about? And I kind of want to watch it. I'm like, no, you don't. That's the only time that I've told my mom, like, you can listen to the podcast if you want to and figure out what it's about, but that's the only time that I've ever, like, looked at my mom and said, no, you're not watching this movie. I I don't care. I know that I'm, like, super confrontational and shit like that, but, like, do not watch this movie. So your mom's, like, a grown-ass adult, and I think if she wants to watch Requiem, she'd be, she should be allowed to. You shouldn't try to prevent your mom from watching it. Look, my mom prevented me from doing stupid shit, so I'm just returning the favor because watching that movie would be stupid. It's good, but I don't know. It's your worst movie. I mean, yeah, no, I agree. I but I still think everyone should watch it at least once. That's all you need is one. Hard facts. Which speaking of hard facts, what was our podcast originally going to be called? I know that we've said we've said it throughout the podcast multiple times, but I don't think we've ever actually explained. I don't think we've ever explained how we got our name either. Well, no, we don't have to explain that. No, we we do because it's so... Oh, okay. Basically, what happened was we were going to call our podcast Hard Facts, an opinion-based podcast. Yeah. That's what it was going to be. And it was going to be us talking about movies. It was going to be us talking about horror movies. Like, we were dead set on it being called Hard Facts. An opinion-based podcast. But we were going to make it, like, super small in parentheses. Yeah. We did some testing. He asked old people he works with. You asked a young demographic. I asked older people because I, I wanted to know the older people's perspective on it because we, we were young, so we had a young demographic. So I didn't want to skew the results. I wanted everybody to be in there. And what we found was hard facts was not good amongst older people. They thought it was stupid. Younger people really liked it. So if we ever if we do a second podcast, it'll one hundred percent be called Hard Facts. An opinion based podcast. So we we get that joke. But the way that we came up with the two idiots one podcast was after I had my dreams crushed at work, I started Googling like a podcast generator name and there was a website that was basically described what your podcast is about. So I, I put in what it was about and it gave me like thirty or forty different names. And one of them on there was Two Idiots, One Podcast. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But we're going to do it a little bit different. So, yeah, we we got it from a random name generator. But at the same time, we also put our own little spin on it. Because the way the name generator popped it out was spelling out the two and the one. Yeah. And we were like, no, we can do it like super hardcore style. I'm sure most of you probably assume that. If you've listened to us, you know, spew shit on this poop cast for the past nine months, eight months. Eight or nine months. I mean, our Spotify says that we've produced like 1,900 minutes of content. Yeah, which is an excessive amount, it feels like. 
I mean, it said that we were 86% higher on minutes than anybody else in our category. Which is also wild. Super wild. We, we pumped out a lot, of, a lot of content. We're just pumping. I mean, we did do twofers for a while. Yeah. That was hard, though. Those were hard. I don't think we could do that now with the additional work we put into the episodes. Right. And I think that it was a good thing to start out with. Oh, yeah. Whenever we were doing it. Which it was in, you can tell when we do episodes back to back, the quality goes down a little bit. Yeah, you can tell we're tired. We don't enunciate as well. We sound more American. We sound way more American. <laughs> and we do, what, what did we do? We called American Psycho Fight Club, I think. We called Fight Club American Psycho three times. That was it. And like a five minute period. And it really sucks because that was a good ass episode. And that one mistake in it makes it feel silly. Speaking of mistakes, I don't know if you remember this because I didn't say anything at the time, but who directed Hereditary? Okay, I'm glad that you brought that up. That was not a mistake. It was because it was Ari Aster who directed it. You're, you're, You're correct. I know. It wasn't a mistake because I was going to call it back in a later episode. I was going to do Hereditary. Like, I'm glad that you brought it up. I was hoping that you wouldn't so then I could do the same thing because now the joke's ruined. Oh, I, I've been wanting to bring it up but not wanting to come off as hostile, and I figured this is a fun environment to talk about it. No, I knew what I was doing with that one because it's not Ari Aster, okay? Okay. Fuck, what did I say exactly? You said it was uh, Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Right. Who directed a bunch of shitty movies. Ari Aster is who directed Hereditary. Yeah. Midsummer. Yeah. Ari, Ari, I like Ari Aster more. I thought it was funny. So I probably would have thought it was funny too if I had known it was a joke. But at the time when you said it, I was just like, huh, okay, that's weird. I Not- thought you <clears throat> knew I was joke Because I was going to, when we did, because I really wanted to do Midsummer. Like I thought we could do Midsummer or Hereditary. And I was going to say that Darren Aronofsky is who did it. <laughs> Because I was, I was going to call back to it and be like, yeah, you know, Ari Aster is the one who directed and wrote this, kind of like how he did Requiem for a Dream. Like, that was that was going to be... I was saving it. Like, I was trying to build up to that one. So, yeah, you are correct. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were doing a bit. I just thought you were fucking stupid. Well, and, and that was no, part. No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. Well, no, because that was part of it. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm an, I'm an idiot doing that one. So, yeah. Okay. Obviously, it was funny. <laughs> I was just confused, and it's been bothering me for a few weeks, and I've been wanting to bring it up. Why didn't you just say it? Because I didn't want to be mean. And so I figured I would wait until we were doing something like this, where it's fun, where we're chatting back and forth, we're just having a, a nice conversation, nobody's, everything's chill. So I was going to be like, Taylor, why'd you call Hereditary? Hereditary's director, definitely the wrong guy. I mean, they kind of remind me of their directing styles a little bit. Like, that was the joke. Okay. Is that their director styles are kind of... It's not funny. I don't know why I'm... <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this. I don't know why I'm like this. When we do Hereditary or Midsummer, I'm still going to make the joke. But yeah, I was building up to that one. I was just waiting because that was like a callback piece too. And yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on to our next category. What's our next category, Bailey? Our next category, I believe, will be our favorite episode that we've done. Oh, yeah. Which I answered... The last one first, so I think this one's your go. So my favorite episode of all the ones that we did was 28 Days Later. Like, I, I felt like the content in that one's really good. I felt like I feel like it's kind of an underperforming episode, but I feel I felt like there was a lot of really good topics and conversations that were discussed in that movie, and I think that that was the pivotal... That was also the pivotal point for us as well, because I think that episode is kind of when we started to go more in the direction of discussions as opposed to, like, actual movie reviews. Because before that, it was a movie review, 
but that one was a long episode with a lot of factual information and discussing concepts and ideas that were presented in the movie. So for me, that's why that's number one. What would be yours? That's a really good, I, I really like your reasoning behind that. So my favorite episode would probably be Eternal Sunshine for similar reasons. I recognize that it's not the turning point, but I feel like that episode really embodied our ability to discuss, you know, nuanced ideas and principles. And it just, it shows that we aren't just idiots, you know, flinging shit at each other to be funny. Oh, like calling Ari Aster and Darren Aronofsky the same thing? Exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to let that go, by the way. (laughs) But no, I think I would say my favorite episode was probably Eternal Sunshine. I just, I think the topics were really good. I think the Bailey's Babble slash Taylor talk was fitting for the episode. And I think the way we have it put together is thought-provoking and pleasant. Well, and that was going to be my second pick because I do think that you are correct. It showed the nuanced ideas that we can bring to the table and that we're we're capable of talking about things. And it's also what I call the episode that makes us vulnerable more than anything because I felt like we got kind of real on that episode, which led to episodes like this where we're, you know, kind of doing a little peek behind the curtain and stuff. And it obviously we, we put on a show. Don't get me wrong. We, we do character personas and stuff when we do the podcast, but I think that was kind of the first time where we let that down a little bit and got more real and vulnerable, and I think that's why people really enjoy that episode. No, I, I agree with that. And, and that's why it was second for me. Like, if, if 28 Days Later hadn't have been that pivotal point where we really decided this is the direction that we want to go, it would have been eternal sunshine for me. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Everything you said was, like, what I was thinking. Well, yeah, because I feel like after Eternal Sunshine, we got a little bit more personal, personable. We stopped using our characters as much because if you listen to the first couple of episodes, I do a really zany voice like this. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot. And that's not actually how I talk. No. And I I think that I tried to sound, I, I think when I look back and listen to those, I try to sound, I'm very uptight with the way that I talk and you're very zany and not you're the where we're polar opposites in the way that we talk instead of me being loose and being like you know fuck you i don't care you're more of Haha, happy 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 it's a happy day and not mellow so listening to those episodes is weird for that reason but i, I we we still do our characters like we've just refined them and made them better made them less obnoxious less obvious i'm still an asshole and I'm still zany and stoked. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'm a professional asshole. I feel like I'm pretty professional. I don't talk about swinging dicks that often. 37 dicks. 37 dicks? 37 dicks. Is that how many times I've said dick in this episode so far? Uh, no, that was a Clerks reference. I watched Clerks oh. last night. That's fair. You were watching Clerks 2 when I came in. Oh, that's how many dicks she sucked. I there remember. you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, no. I, I think that those are really great episodes, personally. I had to pick. Those are, what would be your third favorite? Uh, okay, so hold on. What would be your top three? Just out of curiosity. My top three. I like Eternal Sunshine, obviously. Donnie Darko, I thought was a pretty solid one. Would it be Annihilation? You talk about that one a lot. Yeah, Annihilation. So, Annihilation's a special episode. And it's not just because, you know, it was a movie and book together. But for that episode, we actually had a viewer provide us the book to read. Which we have hanging on our, or not hanging, it's sitting on our corner shelf. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. But 
to me, it's a special episode because we had a lins- listener reach out to us and say, hey, there's this movie and there's a book that it's based off of. I've got an extra copy of the book if you guys want it so you guys can read it and do an episode. And to me, that was like, it's surreal to think about. The episode itself is good because, you know, we both put a lot of effort into it. We, we read the book and did research and thought about it for months, really, because we have had the book for a long time before we did the episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You had the book. Yeah, I had the book. But regardless, you know, it's something that I thought about and considered for a long time, and I know you did as well, and I feel like we put a lot of effort into it, so I think the Annihilation episode's just really special. And we do try to put in any of the viewer-recommended ones. We try to put in, I, I would say, more effort, way over the top than we do with other things. Like, d- And don't get me wrong, we put a lot of effort into what we do, but I feel like because those are special episodes, we try to put more effort into them. Bonus category, Annihilation's my favorite movie book one that we did. I mean, it's the only one that we were required to read the book for because we've also done Fight Club, Back F- Black Phone, American Psycho. Black Phone we didn't know was a book, and it was a new movie, so that one doesn't count. Fight Club is the same as the movie with, like, a few different things. And same thing with American Psycho. It's just a toned-down, not-as-graphic version. I knew Black Phone was based off a book. Okay, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, Joe Hill. Yeah. Stephen King's son. Yeah, Jonah Hill. (laughs) With that being said, do you want to get into the next one? What do you have for the next one? Oh, well, what do you have for your favorite Taylor Talk slash Bailey's Babbles? Because we're, we're going to put them together. We did a top three. This one was like a collaboration. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This one was kind of a collab. Well, we'll start with the honorable mention because one thing that I will say is the honorable mention is pivot point also. Or not not a pivot point. Uh, it, well, it is in a way. But we had started doing games. I remember that. And we had we had done a couple couple games before this one, but I feel like this was the best out of all the games that we've done. It was uh, Porno Parodies with Forrest Hump, right? Yeah, that was it. That was in our, our X episode, which, again, with that being one of the movies that we were going to start the podcast with, and then having that, uh, even though it was like the second or third time we, we did a game, it was one of those I remember very fondly. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. Because we, we've had some pretty weak Taylor Talks and Bailey Babbles, and we've had some weak games, don't get me wrong. But I feel like that's the best, and that the top three that we picked, because we, we had a list, we went through and listened to all of them, and I think we had a list of like 10 that we chose from, so these are like the top three. Yeah, these are our favorite Bailey's Babbles slash Taylor Talks, which X was special for other reasons, which we'll get into later, but for my favorite at the very top is Annihilation. And that's where we did the machine thought experiment. We'll we'll talk about that one, too, because there's a separate category for that one. Because we actually did two thought experiments on there, believe it or not. And then we just cut one. Yeah. Well, yeah. But no, I think that that's probably the best one, just because the thought experiment is one that I've talked about with people even after that episode, just to see. And you even said it in the episode where you're talking about how you asked three other people before me if they would enter the machine and they all said no and I was like oh yeah immediately let's do it yeah you're right I've only met like one or two other people that would actually do it everybody else is in that same category of no not at all why would I do that and number two was probably my favorite which was the orphan first kill one where we did does life matter that one was bleak your your perspective on if life matters is bleak so for those of you that, that don't know, I guess we'll get really 
personal with this or whatever. Uh, <laughs> that was the episode where I, where if you didn't realize that I was a nihilist, you 100% understand it now because I give my my thoughts like, and it's 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 not necess- it's not my thoughts. It's somebody else explained it to me, and it's my thoughts now because I've taken it on and shifted my thinking that way. But basically, one of the most powerful things is like, does life matter? No, not really. And that's why you shouldn't care what people think about you because fun fact. When you die, there will be... Oh, yeah, we're going to get bleak with this one. But when you die, are you ready for this? There are going to be a group of people that come to your funeral, right? There's going to be a group of people who come to your funeral for food. And there's going to be a group of people that come to your funeral because they just want to see other people. They don't give a fuck about you. And then there's going to be a separate group of people that are, quote-unquote, too busy. Or something came up and they can't come in. I'm doing air quotes, by the way. To your funeral, right? So they didn't give a shit about you, and they don't. And then the people that actually gave a shit that are crying about you in two weeks are not going to talk about you at all. They're going to go on with their lives and forget about you. And even thinking back on it, when I really cried at my grandpa's funeral, he only comes up every now and then. Like, I don't talk about him all the time. So because of that, and I know this is going to happen when I die, people will bring me up every now and then in conversation, but two weeks after, they're going to forget it. So why do you give a fuck what people think about you? That was bleak. Moving on. <laughs> Um, you look so fucking depressed. <laughs> yeah. So the the ne- fuck. So the next really good Bailey's Babel slash Taylor talk that we're gonna talk about is uh, uh 28, 28 weeks later, and for that one we did what ifs. Yeah, that was a lot more lighthearted. I enjoyed the what if scenarios. Because <laughs> we we talked about the what if scenarios while talking about The Last of Us, I think. Yeah. So it was kind of a it was a hybrid one, but the what ifs were were good. And if you don't know that you're s- like shaking your head, you're like fuck, that's bleak. Continue. The what ifs and you want you talk about the what if scenarios because I feel like you're just silently judging me. No, I mean you you basically hit it on the head. We were talking about what if scenarios in regards to what would happen about zombies, basically, and like what would happen because I think what started that whole thing was the Marvel what ifs. Yeah, it was right around the time that one of us had began watching it for the first time. I don't know if it was you or me. It was me. Yeah, so you had just watched it and we were talking, you know, in regards to the movie. It was fun. Uh, we also recorded that in my bedroom. We didn't have, we we recorded the... Oh, in the living room. And yeah, we haven't, because we have our, we, I have a two-bedroom apartment, so I use one of them specifically for podcasting. And what the fuck was it? It was just too loud. They were doing construction outside. That was it. So we had to move, and we moved over to my bedroom to get away from it because you all you could hear was yeah. So there's a fun fact about that one. But yeah, I had started watching those, and the what if scenarios with zombies was fun because that was just a fun conversation that we had. Yeah, exactly. What do you think the best new release was? Because we we had a period of time where we were doing new releases, or we and we still we still do. If there's like a new release that comes out that we want to watch, we'll go and actually review it. Yeah. But out of the ones that we've done, what was your favorite? So I think my absolute favorite was Pearl. However, I think X was really good too. I think the the Pearl and X trilogy, because the third movie hasn't came out yet, but I think that it's probably my favorite this year. The X trilogy? Yeah. Because it's, it's a trilogy. Like, it's already in the works, and we've, we've seen it, and they did X and Pearl together. Yeah. And so I would say that mine was Barbarian. Really? 
Yeah, there was a lot of hype surrounding Barbarian. That was one that my dad had sent to me and said, you should watch this. And I remember following it, ready to watch it, realizing that Zach Krieger was the one who did it. And growing up and watching The Whitest Kid You Know just made it even better for me. So I, I think Barbarian's probably my favorite new release that we covered. So I agree that Barbarian was phenomenal. I Like I said, I think it's scarier than Pearl and X. However, Mia Goth's performance, specifically in Pearl, is mind-boggling. Don't get me wrong. It is phenomenal, even her performance in X. I would say her performance in X is better in Pearl. She does deliver that monologue at the end of Pearl that is superb. But being able to play a hot, young porn star and an old, crazy serial killer simultaneously is pretty great. And I think that that shows off her reign because I had to look it up because I didn't know that that's who Pearl was. When you watch that, you're like, oh, well, it's just uh, it, it's obvious that her and Howard are younger people in old people makeup, right? Right. But the fact that that was her blew my mind because she doesn't sound the same. You can kind of tell now when you know. When you know, it's obvious, but... If you don't know, it's hard to tell. And I think that that's why I liked her acting more, which, again, and I'm really glad because I made that prediction that Jenna Ortega, Mia Goth, and Sydney Sweeney would blow up and are the ones to watch, and Jenna Ortega with Wednesday has blown up. And I'm glad because she's phenomenal. Absolutely. And now I'm just waiting for Mia Goth. I think Mia Goth's going to get hers after Maxine comes out, which is the third movie in the X trilogy. That is releasing sometime next year. Yeah. Early next year, I think. I think I saw March, but I don't definitively know if that's something that I saw somewhere or something that someone said or something that I'm making up. It'll release sometime in 2023 and that'll be okay. But no, I think that if there's a movie that she does before that, because there was one movie and I can't remember what it was. Let me see. I think my dad sent it to me if I can look it up real quick. But it was with, it was with somebody else. And that was one that I thought she would blow up in. Infinity Pool. Have you seen that? Uh Uh-uh. I don't know how to describe this movie you'll just have to watch well i know you don't want to watch the trailer um no i'll watch the trailer i always watch the trailer i just think they spoil movies catchphrase it's weird but it's got mia goth and alexander skarsgård okay and that's what really caught my attention i was like oh the skarsgård one of the the younger brother i think because i think bill is the older yeah I could be wrong on that one. I could be backwards. The lesser known Skarsgård is going to be in with Mia Goth. And it's it's fucking creepy watching it. Kind of reminds me of almost like Silent Hill a little bit with how creepy the visuals and stuff are. Um, but I'm excited for that one. And I think that that, I think Infinity Pool, if that movie takes off, will be her breakout. I'm predicting it. But if not, then I think you're right with Maxine. Because that comes in 2023 with Maxine, but I don't know which one's going to release first. But I think I think she just needs something like that to blow up, like how Jenna Ortega did Wednesday, and just boom. Now there's rumors about her and Pete Davidson. I hope not. I fucking hope not. Pete Davidson, if you're listening to this, stay the fuck away from Jenna Ortega, you sleazeball. I mean, no, I love Pete Davidson. I I don't have a problem with it. I just feel like I don't. It's this isn't the place. This isn't the place for that. So... For the next category, what was your least favorite new release? Oh, this one's easy. It was Black Phone. Me too. You can listen to the episode because we reviewed it and I was, I feel like it's a Stephen King movie more than anything with how much references were made into it. And it was, it was okay. It wasn't great. But out of all the ones that we did, that easily my least favorite. Me too, especially for new movies this year. However, I don't want to just shit on it because I still think it's an okay movie. And the actors, especially the children actors in it, did a really good job. It's just, it didn't feel great to me, in my opinion. 
Nope. Was better. Right. Nope was okay for me. Yeah, I didn't like Nope as much as I liked any of Jordan Peele's previous movies, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't the worst thing I've seen this year. Well, and there were some really great... Uh, honestly, if we had have done Halloween Ends, that would be my pick. Yeah, it was worse than Black Phone by far, which is why we didn't do it. Okay, so if out of all of the movies that have released this year, not that we we haven't covered, what would you say is your least favorite? Because mine's Halloween Ends. Probably Halloween ends. But that being said, if we're talking about movies we haven't seen this or that they've released this year that we didn't cover, I think an honorable mention for a really solid one that we didn't do is I Love My Dad. I didn't see that. So it's it was at Sundance. It was at a Sundance Film Festival. It's on Hulu now. Okay. But it has it was directed by James Morsini and it has Patton Oswald in it. Oh, I love Patton Oswalt. It is honestly super hilarious. It's on Hulu. If anyone hasn't seen it and has a Hulu account, I would recommend watching it if you want a good, twisted comedy. Isn't that like, let's talk about Kevin? No, no, it's not anything like that. Without any spoilers, basically the plot is, is this individual who was suicidal gets out of the hospital or whatever, and is estranged from his dad and his dad wants to build a relationship with him but the son has blocked the father so the father makes a fake profile of a hot girl and adds his son on facebook and starts messaging him and the son falls in love with his dad posing as a hot girl it's so funny Patton oswald's the dad are you okay what do you mean that's that's fucked up you'd have to see it. it's apparently based on a true story that's even more fucked up. <laughs> it is honestly one of the funniest movies I've seen this year. By far. By a drastic margin. Okay, I might have to check that out then. Like, it's got a 6.5 on IMDb, it looks like. But if I was to rate it just, like, off the top of my head, we're not talking about it, I would give it a 4. Out of 5. What else do we rate at? What do, what do we rate at, Taylor? Well, the we fuck you fucking mean? Out of 5. Well, we did Jingle Bells for the Die right. Hard episode. How many Jingle Bells was the maximum number of fucking Jingle Bells, Taylor? <laughs> the fuck you mean? How many? Who would you out of what? <laughs> <laughs> this is our New Year's special. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, we're about to ring in the new year together, and you're being an asshole. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Should be your New Year's resolution. Don't be a dick. I'm not even that much of a dick. I was just playing, Taylor. Yeah, I'm way more of a dick than you are. I mean, I did say that in this episode. You, you've said it. A lot. I usually cut it out, though, when I say it, <laughs> which leads us into our final topic, which is lost episodes slash cut content. So a little, you know, backstory on this one. There are certain episodes that we have either lost, not released, and a lot of content that we cut for various reasons. There was one piece of content that we cut and saved. Sometimes it's not really the time and place for what we say. And sometimes we say off-the-wall shit. And there have been plenty of times where we have had pre-pods that will be lost to, you know, the, the annals of time because it went very, very off the wall. But one piece of cut content that we did talk about was the thought experiment, right? And Bailey proposed two questions. One about a machine and one about saving a drowning kid. Yes, I did. And you know what Taylor's response was? Fuck them kids. And that's the most information we can give you about it. Just know that the the content is cut. You'll never see it. You're a bad person, Taylor. 
I'll just play. Yeah. No, he, it, the issue with it was, wasn't that Taylor said anything inappropriate or wrong. It, it came off wrong. Exactly. And that's part of what sucks about doing a podcast is normally we can say whatever we want because we don't actually have fucked up opinions. We don't hate anybody. We love everybody. But because of that, we say things without really thinking because we know we don't have ill intentions. So it could very easily be misinterpreted or alternatively skewed because of because you're not you're not with us when we're talking. So if I'm doing air quotes or if I'm like doing a a gesture that makes it clear that I'm making a joke or making fun of people who think a specific way, it's easier to tell in person or in a form of media where you can see the person talking. And that's why it was cut because because it could come off differently than it was intended because we're trying to be funny and we're playing characters. Basically, without going into like super deep detail in there, it was me being an asshole asking questions like, well, did the kid know that he was going to drown? Did he step on a log? Was it like the Birds to Terabithia girl where the rope breaks and she knew the rope was going to break? Because like, fuck them kids. Or was it an accident? But it was... The delivery was not funny, and it was taken. If you you could easily take that one out of context, like what Bailey was saying, and be like, "Oh, he hates children." Right. Which I I'm not a huge fan of crotch goblins myself, but that doesn't mean I hate them. That was a joke. Please don't take that out of context. Yeah, I mean, I called them crotch goblins, referring to children. Obviously, that's me talking in a joking manner. But we don't have the camera set up, so we can't. We we don't do live video recordings. So what about? Our original No Country for Old Men episode. So we have a vault, is what we call it, where we have unreleased episodes for if something happens. And if we're sick or if something comes up, we can release these episodes and, and it'd be fine. They're ready to go. One of those episodes was No Country for Old Men. And when we were cleaning up our audio files on our SD card, it got deleted. So we will probably redo No Country for Old Men. Haven't we already redone and released it? No, we never did. Interesting. What you're thinking of was train spotting because the audio on train spotting was so bad. We had a we had a mixer that my dad bought. It was real sweet of him. It was super sweet and it was great. The only issue was the audio for for those of you that don't know, we use two different mics on two different feeds. So when when we go to edit, it is two different mics that you there are two different audio files for two different mics. And it's it's easier to edit that way because you can cut things out. I'm not gonna bore you with the details. But when we were recording with this one, it was all one content line and things sounded weird. The audio quality was off. It sounded super, super bad. We would get really close to the mics, and it would spike in some places and be normal, and then other times you could barely hear us. Yeah, there was a lot of fluctuation with it. But the main reason why it's super important for us to record off different channels, if you guys can't tell just by hearing our podcast, is Taylor and I talk at very different volumes. My Me talking loud is Taylor talking quiet. Basically, yes. And because of that, if we're on the same feed, you can't, it sounds bad because it sounds like I'm whispering like this the whole time. When that's not the case. Exactly. Because I, I try to talk lower than I normally do because I know that I'm naturally just loud. And when I get excited, you can really tell because I get I ramp up and get louder. And Bailey's not that way. He talks very low. So most of the time, I turn me down and turn him up. And you can't do that if it's one file. So yeah, we had to redo the train spotting episode, which was fine. 
Yeah, not an issue at all. Not an issue. But yeah, No Country for Old Men was the was the lost episode that got deleted. But it's not like the first true lost episode. You're talking about Apostle? The very first audio recording we ever did, and we did it twice. There are a few versions of this. And both are bad. Really bad. Going through there, it, we'll, we'll probably release them at some point, but you'll have to pay us money for it. Because... Our thought process going into it, and you can tell how new and inexperienced we are because when we're giving the movie review, we go like scene by scene. We talk about everything. You don't even need to watch the fucking movie because we basically played the whole thing out for you. So I'm not trying to talk shit because it's on me too, but we did that for the first couple of episodes we released anyway. We did that for a classic horror story. And I think we almost did it for The Hunt. Not quite, not nearly as bad, but we also did that a little bit on The Hunt and Night House. And you're not, you're not wrong. We, we did deviate away from that, but it was, that was toned down. Yeah. Compared to Apostle. Yeah, compared to Apostle, we didn't do it at all. And we were so nervous and scared. Listening to it, it comes off really uncomfortable to like we're we're uncomfortable and because we're uncomfortable you can hear it and you feel uncomfortable like i get uncomfortable listening to it because i'm like oh dude it sounds like someone has a gun to my head yeah that and that's that's really what it is like when we if when we release them for money you can pay for it but it is us not knowing what to say being very scared and timid really thinking about everything that we say and talking kind of quiet and getting close to the mic like it doesn't it doesn't sound good no but yeah that that's the first true lost episode we have them we edited it and everything and then we're like "Mm, this isn't very good and that's why we released it we we redid it a second time because the first time we recorded it it was bad and we thought well if we redo it and try not to talk about it scene by scene it'll be okay and it wasn't, but yeah, that, that kind of laid the groundwork for it. And there were other, there's other like lost recordings and stuff that we did before we even did it, our warm-ups, which led to the pre-pod, which were just us standing around bullshitting about things, testing things on mics, getting really excited and just having discussions. Yeah. Which those are fun to listen to. I've only listened to a few of our pre-pods. I mean, when we start taking them more seriously, they get better. No, I mean, that is true. But the early ones, like... I remember kind of listening to them a little bit, and they were weird. They're, I remember I remember one of the first free pods is Taylor. He's on, like, Tinder or something, and this was a number of months ago. And the whole pre-pod is him going, She's pretty, would you left or right? She's pretty, would you uh, left or right? And I'm just like, Taylor, I don't know. Taylor, I don't know. Taylor, I don't know. Oh, God, yes, right. And that's basically what that whole pre-pod was. And that's one of the first ones. You're not wrong. <laughs> when we, well, like, we didn't take it seriously. It was just a warm-up thing. Uh, and then we start. I think you're the one that was like, maybe we need a direction to go with and, like, a topic for the pre-pod. So we've been trying to do better. And then every now and then, because we don't edit those. Those are raw. We just, oh yeah, you know, turn up the volume and all that so you get to see how we really talk a little bit. Uh, we try to balance it and make it sound better. But, yeah, with that being said, what's uh, what does the future hold for us? What are, what are some things that you think we, uh, we're going to do differently? I think we're going to have more explosions. I think we're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be bigger. It's going to be longer. And it's going to be uncut. You don't get the explosion thing. That's how we started season two. Yes, it is. <laughs> 
So fun fact about that one, that intro was not planned. We had kind of an idea of how we were going to do it. And then I just went off the rails with it and surprised Bailey. He's like, I didn't know you were going to do that. And I didn't know I was going to do it either. It was kind of just, oh, this feels good in the moment. So I'm just going to do it. And that's how you got the more explosions. Yeah, and I put laser beams in it. Which was so funny. Like we, we have fun doing this, but I think one thing that I really want to do is we, we need a new table. Bad. I mean, I wouldn't say bad. It needs to be big. We need, first of all, we need a soundboard. I think a soundboard is going to benefit us a lot more. And we need, we'll, we'll get a new table. That'll be the next thing. A uh, better headset and better chairs. And I think once we have that, we can do it. It'll just be a lot more comfortable. But yeah, a bigger table for when we get our laptop set up. And guests. And guests. Oh, that'll be another thing that we'll, we'll try. Who do you want the first guest to be? I think that's an off-air discussion. That is an off-air discussion. So, <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're going to include guests and all that stuff, which will be fun. Yeah. It'll be very fun doing those, but that'll be a 2023 thing. Yeah, mid-2023. Early to mid-2023. Early to mid-2023. Like second quarter. The second, oh, so after March? Yeah. Is it, yeah, it's March, right? I have no idea, dude. I'm not a finance guy pretty confident it's january through march like january 1st through march 31st is the first quarter because it's broken up into four quarters and you get three for 12 so that's the only thing that logically makes sense i'm not a finance guy either obviously yeah Yeah. i'm good with money but i don't know finances i think this was uh this was a nice little celebration going down memory lane thinking about how far we've come looking back at the younger versions of ourselves and it being weird yeah and hopefully our fans listen to this and enjoy it and are hyped for the potential of us starting a Patreon and, you know, releasing the pre-pods that we were talking about and tossing up the Apostle episode that we were toss- talking about in the event that any of that occurs. You know, just something to think about. And if you guys like this, if you like these bonus episodes where we just kind of... Free talk. Free talk, reveal more behind the curtain, you know, kind of get to know us a little bit more. I have no problem in recording more bonus episodes and releasing those. If if people want them, that's that's fine. I think the pre-pods will definitely be more, way more behind the curtain than anything. If you want to see how we actually are, pre-pod. Because don't, we don't act at all in the pre-pods. Usually not. No. That's just us being like, oh yeah, groovy. I don't think you... Yeah. No, yeah. yeah basically. Groovy. Groovy. But yeah, if this is, if the bonus episodes are like the behind the scenes stuff, you know, because we can do bonus episodes of like our favorite episodes, kind of talk about them. And we can do commentary where we commentate on our commentary. Oh shit, a commentary episode over a commentary episode over a commentary episode. We're a commentary podcast. I cannot wait to do Inception. <sighs> I don't want to. You don't want to do Inception? Oh. <laughs> uh. This is the thought process going behind movies. We basically just say something and the other person goes, I don't want to do that. Yeah, until we someone says something that the other person's like, oh, I guess I could watch that again. Well, and what's really funny is one thing we're incorporating in 2023 starting with it is a you get one movie per year. You do one movie or two. One. One movie per year that the other person cannot say no to, no matter what it is. Yeah, that's why we're doing one just one you don't want to do it one every six months no because i already know you would pick like horrible horrible things that would make me cry forever i'm not gonna do that to you you would be like uh, what's what's the most depraved thing in the existence no no because i know the most depraved movie and i don't want to watch it right but you would you would pick that list and you would go up the list until you found the one that you could stomach just barely 
And then you'd be like, uh, I have a stronger stomach than Bailey. This is the one. Knowing I wouldn't be able to get through it. No, because I know there are three off of the top of my head that I know for a fact you are going to hate. But the content behind them is so good that I want to do them. I, it just wouldn't be one of those where you would willingly do it. I would have to pull out my, this is my one for the year where we're going to do this card. Yeah, so see now. <laughs> I mean, I'll own them so you can come over and watch. You don't have to spend money on them or rent them or anything. You can watch them with me. I can see your reaction. I'll sit there and be like, oh, yeah, that's it. In the comfort of your own home. In my own home. That's what I just said. Well, no, so what would what would yours be like when you when you pull out your trump card? I have no idea. That's something that I would have to, like, consider. Okay. But moving into 2023, we'll have that. Because this is something that I've thought about just because I know that there are some really good quality topic movies that you wouldn't want to do. So get ready for some French extremity movement, baby. Oh, shit. (laughs) It'll have great content. But with that being said, this has been our New Year's Spectacular. Thank you so much for everybody that has listened to us and supported us in 2022. Things are only going to get better in 2023. Just you wait. Absolutely. And if you don't already, we have a link to our link tree. It'll be in the description of this episode and it'll be in the podcast description wherever you're listening. And you can follow that and follow us on all of our social media platforms and drop us a comment on Facebook, drop us a comment on Instagram, shoot us an email at two idiots one podcast 2022 at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. We're friendly and we're always here. For you. Not for each other. No, fuck Taylor, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I love you, bro. I love you, bro. I'm playing. I love you, too. I'll, I'll say that to you. Aw. Yeah, with that being said, this has been our 2022 end of the year spectacular. Thank you so much for listening, and have the best new year possible. Be safe out there. Don't die. Don't drink and drive. I'm Bailey. And I'm Taylor. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>